0: I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is February 18th, 2024. Open lines, 512-248-252. Got kind of a quiet night tonight. That's nice. Um I want to talk to you about something else here. Um Biden's cognitive lapses, his deterioration is quite significant. I saw an interview going back to 2018 is a pp pbs interview with with joe biden wow night and day from what i see today night and day biden didn't have any lapses in his speech there was no word salad he was just conversing back and forth um he seemed to be all there that was 2018. 2023 i think we started seeing that the lapses in 2022 and 2023 is even worse and now we're in 2024 and i it's really bad I do believe that uh, they've been propping him up with a lot of psychological medications, and I think pretty much they're tapped out on this stuff. For Alzheimer's, they're they're tapped out, and they're not going to get any better. You, you can only give so much medication, you've, you've got your peak now, and that's it. That's the best you can do. Now you're going to start seeing more of a decline, because giving more of the medications just doesn't work. You're just going to start seeing more of a decline cognitively on Joe Biden, which makes me look back at why... Joe Biden decided to go out on the stage there and, and do a QA session. I do believe that was a major setup, major setup by his own party to show his cognitive lapses, uh, his problem with memory, how much he has deteriorated over the last year. I don't think that was an accident to shove him out there to say, hey, take, your, take some questions and answers here, session. And uh, oh, no note cards, Joe. No note cards. I mean, the guy's getting people confused, getting world leaders confused, shaking hands with dead presidents. Presidents. Uh, he met with a Jordanian uh, king, I think his name's Abdullah. Uh, I was waiting for for Joe to say King King Tut didn't happen, but um, I guess he got that one right. But, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's certainly not there. He's getting worse and worse, and... Uh, I do believe that was a setup, a major setup by his own party to show how bad he really is. Now, the question is, this this is the problem here because the Dems are in a real big – they're in a bind here, major bind. They know they can't win with Joe Biden. Come on, man. uh, Yeah, come on, man. We can't get him out of office because the alternative might even be worse than Joe Biden. Kamala Harris, imagine that, Kamala Harris stepping in his lead the president of the United States, that's got disaster all over it because the woman, she's just nuts. She's just not all there. She's uh, quite obviously to me, I look at her as a as an affirmative action diversity candidate. And many of these people, even Fannie Wilson and Nathan Wade, these are all adversity diversity, um, affirmative action employees is what they are. They didn't get their merit and their credits. They got there because of their skin color, flat out. So, uh, you know, he's getting worse and worse. And the, the interviews in the past to where we are today is, it proves that. So they're, they're caught in a, in a bind here. So we, we get rid of Joe under the 25th Amendment, but that means we got to bring Kamala in. We can't do that. They're finding, they've got to find another way to tie her up, push her out. I don't know how. This is the big dilemma how to do so. And then uh, bring somebody in to maybe, the, would they trust the Would it be the Speaker of the House? I think here, if something happened to Kamala, I believe the Speaker of the House goes in as the President of the United States, yeah. So they would have to live with um, Johnson for a little while, Mike Johnson, but they need time to groom. There's a, there's a grooming phase right now of nine months. They got They have nine months to find a candidate, to groom that candidate, to package that candidate, to sell that candidate to the American people. Something that would be believable—that's pretty hard to do in nine months. It's very hard to do in nine months. This is—that's—that's uh, that's the only thing they can be doing right now. We have got to find somebody. We have to groom them, and uh, then it has to be something that's believable. Again, my uh, was it three steps or four steps? Three steps to stealing an election. You do lots of polling, 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 and the closer to the election you do another poll, and then you narrow the gap of the poll. By the time your last poll is, you're pretty close. You're almost neck and neck. Number two is you don't have exit polling. No exit polling whatsoever. You don't know how people voted. And number three is you have a computer glitch that erases a lot of the information of how people voted. So you're stuck with just the number. This guy wins. Kind of like what happened to Joe Biden. But there is a, a grooming process in five, what, nine months left. They got to start on that right now. Because they know they cannot win with Joe Biden As a matter of fact, we're going to see less and less of Joe Biden for a while here Unless there's a, a double that steps in That looks like him but doesn't say much Maybe we'll see somebody waving at us and that's Joe Biden But it's, it's just a double But my guess is they're going to tuck him away in the in the basement for a while And try to figure out some plan Because um, they got to get him out they know, that they know we can't win with him So it's time to take him out um, none of these things, these legal lawsuits going against Donald Trump, have any merit, not one. And I want to mention the uh, the New York case against him for fraud, finance fraud, finance fraud. And I remember Ron McDonald and I talking about this. In order to be in order for there to be a crime, there has to be a victim. In this case, the banks got their money. They made their own assessments of what the assets of Donald Trump would be. They do their jobs. They verify you qualify for this much at this interest rate and financing. This is what all banks do. I can't lie and say, "Hey, um, I made three hundred thousand last year. I want uh, you know, I want to borrow a bunch of money and." You got to show that you have the collateral. You have the assets to back it up, and uh, they often do ask you for your tax returns. It's not not unheard of. Ask for your tax tax return, depending on how much it is, and they can they, they can check you out credit wise. It's so easy to do. Check you out credit wise. How good are you? So, that whole thing again. There is no victim. There is no crime. Therefore, that whole that whole thing should have just uh, been null and void. It's gone. But uh, again, we're fighting a system of uh, the not judicial system, and this is a this is a travesty. This is a total travesty to be, to be going through these things, every lawsuit on uh, that was not legit to begin with. To go through this, it's amazing. I, I just don't know how he does it, and I, I just I pray for his health. I pray the guy doesn't have a heart attack. I don't know if I was under this much strain. Of everybody going after me, taking me to court again, to court again, to court again. I, at his age, when he's 78, I would already had a heart attack. I'm gone. But for him to, to continue on fighting for his name, his reputation, and to fight for getting back in, I mean, think about it. How much, boy, if he'd only done it right the first time, it, yeah, how many times you hear that? If you only got it right the first time. You fired all those holdovers from the Obama administration. You would have cleaned house. You probably wouldn't have had all these little problems here. But you do. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk about Big Fanny Willis. I don't really call her that. That's a, that's the nickname that uh, Charlie Kirk gives her. But I, I like it. I'll steal it for tonight. Big Fanny Willis. Does that, that mean? Am I fat shaming when I say that? Not really. We should laugh a little bit here tonight. Big Fannie Willis. Big Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. Boy, they're both in the ringer right now, aren't they? Well, this is a true test of our judicial system right here. A true test of our judicial system. We've seen it fail over and over. Now, if this one slides through and she's still able to stay in office as attorney general and Nathan Wade still the prosecutor against Trump in Georgia for election interference, then we really are in serious trouble. Uh, the communists are winning the game. They are winning the game. Um, it's amazing the, the the lame excuses people can come up with. Here's a little here's a little riddle for you. Here, what is what does Bob Menendez and Big Fanny Willis have in common? Well, they both don't like to use banks. Three hundred fifty thousand or four hundred fifty thousand dollars stuffed. In pockets in the closet for Bob Menendez and gold bars and doesn't believe in banks Nathan uh, Wade supposedly uh, was supposed to be paid off in cash I don't know how that that lame excuse from Fannie Willis so I carry around large sums of cash three thousand five thousand dollars in cash in my pocketbook and' uh, so I could pay off things I you know I need I need to pay off a little bill here I need to go to the store and buy some things so I just pulled out a big wad of cash and that's not gonna not gonna fly. Wouldn't fly for you and me. Trust me. If you take five thousand out of your bank, they know it. The bank knows it and they've already identified you and they've already sent it to the FBI that hey, suspicious. You pulled five grand out of his, his bank account today. But it's a pretty lame excuse to say you carry around large amounts of cash. I guess she doesn't worry about being robbed on the street or anything. But maybe she should now. Everybody knows she carries large amounts of cash. But uh, There's three kinds of people that carry large amounts of cash in their pockets. A pimp, a hitman who just got paid, and a bookie. Pretty much it. The three kinds of people that carry large amounts of cash. Uh, So Fanny, I think Fanny Willis has no excuse there. She's just uh, trying to evade... um, Evade the system here, cover up the system. Not very good, though, not very smart. You know, you'd think that the Democrats, when they start appointing people in high places, they would do their homework a little bit and find everything out about these people if they have any kind of uh, skeletons, they have anything, and uh, to make sure that it doesn't come out to haunt them later on and bring down the agenda. And uh, Big Fanny Willis and Nathan, by the way, Nathan staring in in, 20 seconds plus stare. When I asked the question about renting a cabin for you and your lovely lady there, your lady love, uh, do you remember doing that? He looked up for a second, he looked down, looked straight ahead. I counted it out 20 seconds, 20, 21 seconds. I was, it was hilarious. And then he says, No, no, don't remember. No. Um, this is going to be a test of our system right here. Because if this thing slides and she stays in place and the prosecution goes forward with uh, taking down Donald Trump for election interference. Where's the interference, by the way? Where's the interference from Donald Trump in Georgia? I question the election myself. I saw 2,000 mules. I saw what happened to the ballot boxes coming out, being hidden, then coming out and the election observers being pushed out. And we stopped the camp and we started back up when he left. I saw that. I would say that's fraudulent. I would say, based on that visual right there, we had election interference. So if Donald Trump sees the same that I see, and he calls it out as election interference, how is that a crime? Where is the, where's the injured party? Where's the crime? There's no injury. There's no crime. It's the First Amendment right to say, I believe it was a fraudulent election. It was a fraudulent election. Even Barack Obama knows it. Joe Biden never got 80 million more votes than Barack Obama. He never did. It doesn't meet logic. A man who stays in the basement, doesn't campaign, doesn't win the election. That's fact. I'm not making this up. It's logic. I'm using logic here. Very improbable. Let's go to our first caller tonight, Scott in Australia. Cool.
1: Welcome, Scott. Good Hey, good going? <laughs> hey, yeah, good. You know the lingo. A hey, uh, yeah, lo- uh, long time listener, uh, first time caller, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah, I agree with so much of what you say. Um, uh, uh, this afternoon, well, it's Ireland here in Australia afternoon here, um, mate. But, uh, th- there's one thing I want to point out. Not I would, and just on Trump, um, yeah. and I would. I would say that you know, last time he, like 2016, when he got when he when he got ele- elected, um, yeah. he he the first week of his presidency, he went and signed I think about seven executive orders, and yeah. and I I think and so you know he, he was going through with his election promises, you know his yeah. platform, what what he. So, so, he's going to do the, uh, he's going to try um, the deep mass deportation, uh-huh. you know, of these invaders. Um, so, I, I, I think he's going to do it. But, but, I just, you know, at the same time, it, it seems uh-huh. like the Supreme Court, it seems like the judges are the real president of yeah. the United States. You see what I mean?
0: Yeah, I do. And I'm still kind of baffled how how um, Donald Trump would actually carry this out. You're absolutely correct. The, the supreme beings on the Supreme Court there act more like presidents like they control what happens in the country than than the actual man elected yeah. to the position. Uh but yeah. again, we saw we saw what had what Antifa did after George Floyd and uh burning down cities and and uh, the hate and the violence. I got to say yeah. This is going to be scary stuff to see and watch, and I'm going to say, people, that, you know, uh, you know, hang on to your Second Amendment rights and be prepared because I don't think you're going to have law enforcement that's going to be able to help you in this situation. If we see a fallout race war here, of uh, people sk- kicking and screaming and says, "I'm not going to go," and I'll burn your cities down before I leave here, uh, we are in a serious situation here. I mean, it worked. It worked yeah. for uh, Antifa. It worked for Antifa. And uh, they saw the governors and the the mayors giving in, giving in to the, to these violent protesters.
1: They sponsored terrorism pretty much. So pretty much, um, pretty much. (laughs) In Australia, we've, we've lost our guns. They took it, they took it away uh, probably 20 years ago. Most of us, the majority of our our guns, they did. Yeah. They they took it away. So keep your guns. Um, Yeah. yeah, Keep trying. And um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens you know yeah it's
0: looking a bit let me ask you something scott in australia there i've got some family in australia we still have family in australia um australia is now finally eating some crow here on the vaccine the covid vaccines uh you've seen a lot of young people dying suddenly dying and uh the injuries coming the adverse events coming from from taking these shots and boosters and your your country now is um What's 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 the attitude of the, your country towards America? What do they think of Americans or the American government? Well,
1: oh, that's that's a real hard question. Um, but yeah, we, we've seen we've seen the damage done here. You know, with these mm-hmm. vaccines, it seems yeah. to me that, that COVID, you know, the quote unquote virus, was you know killing off of the elderly. And then and then it looks like the vaccine is is killing off killing off the young or, or it's you know we we've seen lots of side effects
2: from yeah. from that here right. in,
1: including death, so it's just proper. Um, but a lot of us um yeah we we support the American people um the vast majority we there is a sentiment that you know it's kind of a clown show and it well have a look yeah. at biden i mean come on sure so. Sure. Uh, Um, yeah yeah but but generally you know we're but we're a white nation too you know uh founded this country um yeah yeah, before you so we support you mate and um yeah Mm.
0: well you know i i looked at i couldn't figure out who who took the initiative first as far as the government overreach and tyranny with the vaccine and mandates and and you get fired if you don't take it and we we were scrambling here i was writing Letters of religious exemptions, medical exemptions, trying to help people out, yeah. and uh, the pure tyranny coming from government. And then came the Australian Open, and then I saw that Djokovic, Novak Djokovic, That's flew good. there. He was invited in yeah. to play the tournament as usual, and then they just kind of held him around and they kind of play toyed with him a little bit because he's unvaccinated. But they yeah. told him to fly here, so they played games with him. They, I think, they wanted to use him as a as a model to say, <laughs> look, everybody yeah. has to take it, even a star player like yourself. And I was talking to um I was talking to Dr. Peter McCullough about that and he said Novak contacted him and he and Novak you know talked a long time about this shot and, and uh Dr. McCullough said, Novak, don't take it, do not take it, it will end your career. And uh prior about a month or two prior to that, Rafa Nadal had taken the vaccine and look where he is now. He's injured, he's got a lot look of problems. It. He may not come back. Yep. If he comes back, it's good. This is his last year. He's done. He's toast. But he had, you know, he had a great career going. And I think because mm-hmm. taking the shot, he started having more problems here and there. So I admired Novak for saying no, getting back on his plane, yep. and uh, and going back to Serbia. But uh, you know that wasn't the end of it because Australia wanted to really make an example of this guy by saying you're banned from coming into our country for another three years, which later on they took down. But this overreach, this tyranny from government—I don't know. Did we start it first, and you guys mimic us and copy it from our government, or vice versa? I don't know. But uh, they were almost identical. Yeah. almost identical.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it is, and that—that that, that was a perfect example, um, Steve. You know, with what our what our I mean our politicians uh, grandstanding—you know, it's it's all it's it's, it's, a, it's another vaccine. You know, it's you know. It's, is that what they call them? Yeah, like va- vaccine. uh oh, they had some stupid term, which anti-vaxxer. That's it. Yeah, so we we were all anti-vaxxers, right? Yeah, and um, you know, they, they, our, pol- our politicians and the media were just pushing, pumping this fear, fear campaign and draconian, totalitarian measures, mate. Like, you know, and, and you know this. You know, it just said exactly what happened here. You know, they they well, they, they booted us from our jobs. Um, but, you know, they they had this mask.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, wearing masks. Scott, and, uh, Scott, are they are
0: yeah, they prosecuting yeah. now? Are are corporations are is the government uh, being prosecuted or are the corporations who forced it in order to keep your job? Are they being prosecuted now? Like here?
1: Uh, uh there there is. There is a few cases there, these,
0: um,
1: and 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 kind of some that um, the government's got a compensation scheme for vaccine injured people. Right, right. So they're, they're basically admitting you know, that the vaccine is ineffective. Well, dangerous.
0: you know, a while back, uh, and I, I said this probably oh, I'm going to say six months ago, but it's it came back on my radar the other day, is that our, our, civil, our, our silver bullet in this argument that the, de- the shots and the boosters are harmful, uh, very harmful and dangerous in, in killing people, is the statistics coming from the insurance companies, which is really nice because they truly are our silver bullet in this, in this argument that the shots are causing harm and death. As the insurance companies are paying out more money than they've ever paid out before in their lives, over the last three years, mainly the last two years, uh, and they're saying, "Hey, this has never happened before. We are paying out large sums of money on very young people dying that were healthy prior." So uh, that's been our silver bullet in this argument here. But uh, I got to say, maybe the funeral directors too—they're they're getting a lot of business because they're seeing more uh, young people dying that have you know were healthy before. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you know, I don't know where it's where it's. To me it's it's not it's not going fast enough to get uh, the prosecutions going. I'm still seeing Pfizer and Moderna still pushing shots, still pushing their COVID shots for God's sakes. You know, get a double decker. When you go going into the Walgreens here to get your flu shot, make sure you get your COVID shot too. And I've still seen the celebrities that are pitching this this, this uh this poison. The celebrities, the athletes pitching the poison. And I'm very irritated oh, that yeah. they're using these people to sell the poison. Like
1: Taylor Swift's husband, um, boyfriend or something. He's he's doing it too, isn't he? Or he did. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. That's exactly right. Yeah. Crazy um, stuff. So all right. We'll, we'll we'll make great great to talk here yeah, for the first time.
0: All right.
1: Hey. Right, well, and, don't yeah. be a stranger. It's yeah, nice sure. to,
0: nice to hear from somebody in Australia. I don't, Don't think I've had an Aussie call in a long, long, long time. It's nice. Nice to hear from you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. You too, Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. bye -bye. bye. Well, that's a treat. Australia. Wow. 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. That was nice. Australia. I'm being heard in Australia. God, that's nice. Feels good. Well, let's talk about this rejected immigration bill. Uh, What was it? What was it, Steve? What was it? Well, it really was was kind of a pathway to amnesty and citizenship. And, of course, the right to vote. You know, there's a a video I saw not too long ago on on YouTube, and illegals were stopped. I guess soon after getting into the United States, they were asked a question. Well, who would you vote for? If you could vote and you could vote, who would you vote for? Well, of course, it's Joe Biden. He is helping us. He is helping us. So I think that we, it's, it's quite obvious the agenda here is to, to bring in lots of people, find a way to give them amnesty, and with amnesty comes citizenship and the right to vote, which would have us in a bad situation that we could just forget about voting ever again because the masses, the masses of people here illegally and the Democrats themselves all block voting, block voting. Which pretty much seal up every election they have. They'd seal, seal up the game. It's over. Game over. You can't allow that to happen. I, like I said, I still don't know how Donald Trump plans on doing a mass deportation. I mean, would you call on the National Guard? How do you do this? How do you do a roundup of 40 million people? And put, where do you put them? While well, you process them and trying to figure out who's... Legal and who's not legal, and how how do you do this? Of course, if you put them any kind of location and closed them in, they'd say, "Well, this is the Holocaust all over again, and this is a concentration camp." No, it's not. It's an illegal camp. We're trying to figure out who's legal and who's not legal. It's going to take some time, maybe not too much time, but uh, we do if they need to have people leave this country who do not belong here. I'm all for immigration. If you come here by legal means. Of course, this is made up of a lot of people coming from a lot of different parts of the world. But they came here all legal-like. They came in to New York Harbor on the ships, and they were, they were checked out as best they could check them out and for diseases, make sure they were healthy, didn't bring any diseases with them, didn't have a criminal history, and uh, that they would actually have a skill set to bring to America to help build America. And it was good. We uh, we have people who built this country who came here from other parts of the of the world, and uh, that's that's a good thing. But what we're getting now, on the other hand, is is not the best. of The best. It's not the ones with the 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 skill set, the uh, the high trades, uh, to help build this country, which definitely definitely needs to be built. Uh, our infrastructure is failing. It is failing. It's failing miserably. Our railroads, our roads, uh, you name it. It's it's not been tended to. It's not been taken care of. And our infrastructure needs serious attention. I was also thinking about this uh, this immigration, immigration bill that was rejected. Thank God it was. But, uh, again, money for the border. We don't have it, but we have money for Ukraine, money for Israel, even for Taiwan. Make sure the Chinese don't take them over. But we don't have money to secure our own borders, to protect our own people. And, like I said, uh, I know Scott in Australia doesn't have that luxury that we have a Second Amendment The right to bear arms and protect yourself, but thank God we do here, we still do here. I know they want to take those away from you. They're looking for every opportunity to take your firearms. New shootings this week: what uh, one at a church, uh, Joel Olstein's mega church, and and uh, their school shooting. But um, the point being is, these things are all happening, whether they're real or they're false flag events taking place. But they always come back to what the gun. It's the gun, not the person. It's the gun. And don't you love it that the trans shooter doesn't get attention for being trans and being mentally ill for carrying out a shooting? But, uh, you know, they just totally disregard that. Trans, oh, we don't want to talk about it. We have, we have a shooter. Him, her, not a trans. We don't. We're not going to get into that. Well, you should. But you can't because that upsets the agenda. Stay tuned. More to come.
4: truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle
5: the truth. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call one 8822 or visit ExtendoVite.com That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com Extend your life
6: with
7: ExtendoVite are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects.
5: Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org
0: easy going uh, the open borders here let's talk a little more about this immigration bill like I said of what it was not uh, what it was was an amnesty pathway to citizenship and the right to vote for pretty much uh, it has a lot of pork it's like it was an ominous bill really thick had plenty of pork uh, to support uh, those people who supported elections for the congressmen and senators uh, you know to pay people back for what they did I'm sure there's a lot of a uh, lot of pork stuck in there somewhere. But uh, money for Ukraine, money for Israel, a little bit of money for the border. But the money for the border uh, would be more like giving Travelocity agents uh, a bonus, a a boost in pay, because that's pretty much what was happening down there at the border right now. The border agents are Travelocity agents working to make your travel arrangements. And uh, once you get to to the United States where we're going to send you here, there are a plane or a bus or whatever, uh, certainly not working uh, to – Send them back, that's for sure, or secure the borders. Uh, I just got my Epoch Times in the mail today. It was in yesterday. It came a day late. But uh, here all this time I kept thinking, well, how are they fu- funneling and siphoning off money for the illegals to come here? How, where's this money coming from? Who are the financers of this illegal immigration? Is it Soros? Is it many other people from deep state? Who are these people? How are they paying for these people to, to go here to there? Uh, they didn't walk here from China, so you know who 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 paid the transportation costs? To find out the bottom line is who paid the costs for these people to get to the border to cross over? I don't think this is too hard to figure out. I don't think they want to figure it out. Uh, well this administration doesn't, but there is somebody to be paying the bills to facilitate the ongoing of this illegal immigration invasion to our country. No doubt about it. There is somebody to answer for that. What I'm finding out in Epoch Times today that evidently the billions and billions and billions of dollars that we give to the United Nations is now being funneled funneled to those individuals that want to come here to the United States. So that's great. My tax dollars are being used to help bring in illegals into the country. Yes, that's exactly what's happening right now. So through the back channels, they found a way to get money to these people to get them here. I don't know I told my mother at 88 years old coming from the communist side of Germany escaping finally getting to the west 10 years later gets to the United States becomes a citizen that she's going to if we don't stop this she's going to see a return to communism at her age she left communism she had a good life here and now has returned back to her roots of communism not a good send-off before you go towards the light is it not a good send-off when you're going towards the light saying geez my last couple of years we're back in communism again and uh so i don't i don't know maybe we'll see we'll get a little visit from christ second coming before that ever happens uh, i don't know do my best i can to identify it and and voice my opinion about it, but Americans have to stand up. That old saying, I, I keep saying silence is implied consent. It truly is. If you're not willing to get up and say something, then we all lose. And there is power in number. We know that for a fact. There are power. There's power in numbers. We simply have to stand up and push back. I don't know what it takes for some people to be I'm not a Quaker. I don't turn the other cheek. You smack me, I don't turn the other cheek for the other cheek to be smacked. I, I'm going to probably punch you back after the first smack. I'm sure I will. That's that's who I am. That's the way we should be. We should not be uh, getting into the situation where we just well, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'll let somebody else stand up for that. You know, I'd like to. Kind of afraid to do it, but you know, I'll let somebody else stand in for me and. I'll simply reap the the benefits if something good comes out of it. I can I'll reap the good benefits of it, but I'm not willing to stick my neck out. I don't know why people feel that way, I'm not willing to stick their neck out for a cause. This is a big cause, man. This is a big cause. Freedom is a big cause. If you don't stand up and fight for your freedom, they're going to take it from you. Well, talking about these uh, the illegal immigration in this country, the Devastating effects of legal immigration in this country. Here, I, I, how, what's going to happen here? Schools. I start thinking of schools and hospitals first of all, because they're all going to run to the hospitals and get their free care, and they're not in health. They're not in good health, and they're going to cost a fortune. Who's going to pay for all that? Well, I guess those who have insurance, the consumers who have insurance, will pay a little extra, more extra, more than extra, to make sure that that money is used to take care of the illegals, but. You can only squeeze those people so much in premiums. You can only squeeze those people so much. We're going to see a lot of hospitals closing. They can't dig in down deep enough. They say, well, the store's closed. We've given away the store, and now the store must close. And I also look at the problem with the school system here. Now, the school system is already – it's a very bad system. It's a very poor educational system in this country now. I can always speak that for the public schools. If you're in a private school, I hopefully there's much higher standards and you're getting better outcomes, higher test scores. But in the public schools here, they're lowering the bar, lowering the bar, so their numbers don't look bad for graduation. I think that's pretty sad, isn't it? Lower the bar so you make sure people can graduate. Write your name down here correctly, and if you write it down, we'll let you graduate and you get the hell out of here. But no, low test scores for public schools, no doubt about it. And I also look at the psychological damage that was created for COVID, the social distancing, the mass, all that stuff. Uh, very damaging, very damaging at uh, social distancing. But I also wonder of how the education system itself is going to tackle the problem of having millions of children in this country who do not speak English do not speak English. What are they going to do? What are you gonna do? Teachers gotta teach. Yeah, you have a class of English-speaking kids over here. You gotta teach them. Oh no, I'm, I, I can't now. I've got to take care of the illegal ones. I gotta figure out this, and we gotta teach them English. Or are they gonna have their own schools, like they have their own TV stations, their own radio stations in this country? Is that is that gonna happen? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh gosh, I should do. Better get on it. All right, Mark Caller. Sorry about that. I have my notes on my thing here, but that's that's something to think about. How are you gonna get the uh, how are you gonna educate the illegal children? Speak English. English language is so important. How you have to first know the language before you know anything else to teach. You have to know the language. So we think going to make uh, the children all split up in groups and circle and a circle of five. And you guys are going to teach Pablo some English and Juan English, and uh, and then I can tend to the English kids over here. I don't Let's go back to the phones. Jr. and Georgia, welcome to the show.
8: Good evening, Steve. How are you doing? Uh, um, Well, I've got to be honest with you, Steve. I've checked out. Has anything changed? Has the Republican <sighs> Congress
0: done anything to change anything? Nope. Has the Republican Senate done anything to change anything? junior I'm going to tell you the same thing I told my mother the other day, and she probably didn't like to hear this. But I told her, I said, Mom, the revolution is coming. I will be in the revolution. How how, many, how will I survive? I don't know. But I'd rather die in combat for my freedom to save my country, to save my children's freedom, the future, their futures. I'd rather die defending that than to turn it over and be their whipping boy slave. And I don't think she wanted to hear that at all. She's 88, she's like... You know you're putting in so much stress on me. I said, "Mom, would you want to live if they, if they put you back in? They give you a choice: go meet your maker or go back to Germany under under communism rule. Would you go back to communism, or would you say this life is not worth it? Well, of course, life wouldn't be worth it. Go back to communism. It was brutal. It was terrible. So that's that's where I'm coming from. J.R., I am I am a soldier in the revolution. If it happens, I hope it does not happen." But if it does happen? I will not run away from the fight. I'm in the fight. That's that. Sign, that, uh, that a quote from uh, Tombstone? I love it. I'm your Huckleberry because I'm going to be there. I'm your Huckleberry. Back to you.
8: Well, sir, I I agree with you. And also another statement that's made in that movie. And I'm bringing hell with me. Yeah, there
0: you go. You know, I don't. I'm not a big cowboy. Western fan, but I gotta say, I like that movie. I, I especially like Val Kilmer, and I'm your Huckleberry, and the guy wouldn't back down. I mean, he was a lunger. He had TB, and he was he was in bad shape. He should have died a long time ago in the movie, but he still stuck around because he his 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 work was not done yet. It was not completed. He said "I'm your Huckleberry. I'm always in for the fight," and I, and I love that about that movie.
8: Well, you're getting me a little off track here. In your statements in regards to this movie, but let me okay. try and revisit your old memory, just like mine. There's yep. a movie called The Outlaw Josie Wells, and he <laughs> meets with the mansion chief. Yep. You remember that scene in that scenario? Yep. I can yep. kill you, and you can kill me, or we can live together. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah, and the and Tell the me. in the in the spring, the you can come here and hunt, hunt the buffalo. And uh, yeah, I remember that scene very well. And uh, and he he said, "What do you say to him?" He said, "You you speak uh, you speak truth, unlike you the speak devil with tongues." Iron, is what the commission um, um, chief said. He, um, 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 you, speak, you speak the truth, unlike the devil tongues in Washington. The devil tongues. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Devil tongues. That's what we really have in Washington, and I I point fingers at both sides. I am thoroughly thoroughly disgusted on Republicans, Democrats, even independents. I, I, I think, JR, I think we have a serious, serious blackmail operation going on right now. And I can only think that when they initiated the, um, the uh, um, Homeland Security and all that other spy stuff, I think they were looking to find influential people they could find and find the dirt on to hold them accountable to an agenda, or they would release the, the information. Kind of like that black book going to Epstein's Island. I think there's some, um, I think there are a lot, I, th- I bet there's probably papers on every politician. They're not clean, but some worse than others. And I think they're being blackmailed to uh, keep their mouths ma- shut and, and be, just basically be silent on the issues. Well, so That's why I think it makes long-
8: sense. Yeah. Well, yes, sir, it does. It's, it's quite obvious about the yeah. way they test their votes. Right. But, this, it, but where this country, and I've said this to my friends and my brothers, yeah. where this started, where this was initiated, was in the re-election of Obama for the second term. People don't, they dismiss me. They, 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 they say, no, you, Ray, you're totally wrong. But the re-election of Obama after a 1.2 GDP growth over the first four years of his presidency, he should have never been re-elected. That was the
0: personnel in the Jr. Jr. maybe he wasn't. Maybe that was a a stolen election also.
8: Well, it could have been. I do not disagree with you. I have my skepticism about that. But he won the second re-election. Yeah. We know how Americans vote for the same president twice. It's been done too many times over and over yeah. again. Yeah. But then but then with the passage of Obamacare mm-hmm. on New, on Christmas Eve of two thousand nine, how did that affect our GDP? They fully anticipated Clinton would win the 2016 election by implementation of the California mail-in ballot. They had had exercised this for almost 25 years in the state of California, and they thought they had it won, but they somehow, someway, did not get it executed. And what did they do in 2020? They introduced
0: a pandemic. With a mail-in vote. Well, don't forget also uh, the vote for for Obama. Anybody who voted for Obama probably was scared to do so because the alternative was that crazy John McCain talking about bomb, bomb, bomb Iran. Uh, you know that's one of the ones you want to skip out on. But let's let's say I I, I have a funny feeling it was a, a stolen election. I think we've had several stolen elections. We just never saw one quite as bold as the Biden the Biden-Trump election. We've never seen one so in-your-face stolen from a guy hiding in the basement who wins an election, who can't draw a rally of people at his rallies, and a guy who brings in a stadium full of people and he gets beat by 80 million votes. I mean, it was so in-your-face stolen. 2,000 mules. All the information that we have that's being disregarded, and that's what's bothering me so much, it's disregarding the evidence. It's like, nah, we're not going to look at that. Come on, Uh, man. You can't, yeah, come on, man. It's not true. But, uh, I mean, think about it. I mean, that's the most frustrating part for me. When I saw Donald Trump in his face and he just got out of court and New York said, well, you have to pay $350 million fine right now, immediately, Um, you lose faith. And that's why I came up with that ribbon idea, the ribbon idea to, uh, to get, to give him, show him that he has people supporting him and following him and still wanting him to stay in the fight, because we do need him in the fight. Not that he's going to solve all our problems, but let's just say if he doesn't get in, the communism that we see now will only grow. It will only grow, J.R.
8: Well, the thing we face is this. I don't know if there's going to be a gaslighting event that occurs in this nation. Yes, we could have an internal terrorist attacked by some group. I don't know who it is, be it no. the Chinese or the Arabs. I don't know who it is. But that's the last thing the Democrats need at this point in the month of February. They cannot afford any type of event because it will be solely placed on their shoulders for allowing it to happen because of the border event. That we're seeing occur, they they cannot survive a terrorist attack in this country. No, anything agree. close to what was experienced in Israel. They just can't survive it. No, nope, I mean cannot. I don't care they if you char- if, if you're Charlie Brown as a representative for the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. If something like that occurs, they are indeed
0: Kenzie. Yep, they are. There, Jr. I'd like to go on a little further, but I got three more calls behind you. But I thank you for your call, and thank you again for calling. And uh, you know, don't give up yet. Uh, hang in there, hang in there, buddy, hang in there. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Chris in Florida. Chris, you got about two minutes. I got two more behind you, so let's kind of make it up in two minutes. Well,
3: Steve, uh, divide and conquer is the topic. I think that uh, we have to be uniters. And I think that the most divisive thing going on these days are the the dementia, especially childhood dementia, that's on such a dramatic increase. And uh, studies showing that it's on the rise uh, due to, at least due to the COVID shots. So I want to encourage folks, urge folks. uh, It's so urgent to call in to other talk shows, those that don't agree with you especially. Point out some of these studies the information I've compiled on a blogs page over at my site. The go to the blogs page at theliberationstation.com. Uh, COVID mRNA shots cause dementia blog and another blog on COVID mRNA shots alter DNA, have DNA contamination, induce continual spike protein production, spike protein transfection or shedding, and then uh, diagnostics, treatments, and some other commentary. And also, I have a neurogenesis blog for people who might need some uh, extra remediation uh, because one of these studies, Dr. Michael Nels is pointing out, you can find reference on the first blog I mentioned, is uh, pointing out that uh, according to one rodent study, that it's a lack of uh, neurogenesis, lack of ability to grow new nerve cells or brain cells in the hippocampus and. Mm-hmm. Prevents people's ability to retain information, to form new memories right. and uh, and because of that, they simply can't retain the information you give them. You, you know a lot of people I know are just playing dumb because they're antisocial, but we need to have discernment to determine whether that's the case or if they're just non-social. They don't have the ability to think or they or feel unless they're motivated by some what they're right. told at some emergency, right. their you know media right. tells them that it is an emergency. So, like I said, call in a progressive talk show. Let them know that they won't be able to persuade anyone unless uh, to take action on their pet causes uh, mm-hmm. unless we all confront the filthy pharma fascists. And, uh, and when they bring up other topics as well, like yep. the genocidal state of Israel, take the opportunity sure. to call in to show that yep. you share common ground on these other issues, that you right. do care about them, and yep. you'll probably find you can do a better job arguing their case, too. Um, But uh, you know, keep calling and build up your reputation, your credibility. I agree.
0: I agree. Chris, I got to stop you there. I got two more behind you. Hey, thanks for the call. Next time, call earlier. I like talking to you. You got you got some great info though. So call earlier next time. We'll go back out to uh, Chris in Florida. Welcome, Chris. No, sorry, uh, James in Vancouver. You got about two minutes, uh, James. Two minutes.
8: Yes, yes, sir. I am your Huckleberry. Um,
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that.
8: Yeah, I tried to get that Georgian accent down there. Uh, you will have to uh, say that uh, at the OK Corral, that uh, the junior gunfighters were no match for the senior gunfighters. Because the senior gunfighters know how to kill. The junior ones actually do not, but they carry a gun and they talk loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to get into the revolution, sir, I'll give you one more point. That's You'll have sure. to get portable radar be able to know when the drones and the gun choppers are coming because it ain't like 1881 anymore
0: yeah i'll let I think you go through right thanks for taking thanks for taking i never it. thought about that yeah all right uh yep. yeah appreciate it i'm gonna go back to what uh chris was talking about a little bit about uh medicine here i want to throw something he was talking about dementia and i want to throw something at you real fast before i take my last caller is that there is a study out there i looked at it um uh, Anyone who's been on proton pump inhibitors, which is used to decrease stomach acid, which is people who have GERD, uh, gastroesophageal reflux disease, uh, for four years or more, taking a proton pump inhibitor has a high incidence of of having early dementia, early dementia with taking a proton pump inhibitor. So I don't know, uh, are those going to be taken off the market here pretty soon? Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit greater detail on that problem. I see a solution, but I don't think I have the time to really talk about it now. It's more of an absorption problem than stomach acid problem and an elimination problem, but we can talk about that another time. I'm going to go back out to uh, Mike's caller in Kansas. John in Kansas, you're my last caller.
2: Hey there. How's it going?
0: Well, pretty good. What's on your mind tonight?
2: Hey, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on the... Uh... I'm not going to talk about lice or nothing like that, you know, jumping lice or nothing like that, but i got to tell you, do you know what a huckle is?
0: Uh, no, I don't. What's a huckle?
2: Okay, everybody, everybody thinks that Val Kilmer said huckleberry. Yeah. I'll be, I'm your huckleberry. He's actually mm-hmm. saying I'm your hucklebearer. A huckle is the handle of a coffin where you carry a coffin. So he's saying that he'll carry that coffin, that he'll kill you. I'm your huckle bearer.
0: I got to go look that up now. I've okay, now gotta you do go that. look that. Up, but uh, that makes a lot more sense than huckleberry. But
2: yeah, because okay. what the heck is a huckleberry going to do for me? I I'm your, I'm your huckleberry. It's actual huckle huckle bearer. Okay, meaning carrier uh, of the of, the, of, the of coffin, the coffin of the huckle.
0: Well, that makes more sense than huckleberry. I swear, it says he says huckleberry though
2: yeah, but if you, on my, closer, if you listen very closely, if you listen very closely, it's it's Huckleberry.
0: Well, I think even my closed caption says Huckleberry.
2: Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs>
0: okay, my closed <laughs> caption is wrong. Well, okay, I'm going to have to complain to who? I don't know about my closed caption, but it,
2: I don't know. But you have a good evening.
0: All right, I like that. Thank you.
2: All
0: right, bye. Oh, that's that's something Huckleberry. That's that's important. So no, I always thought they said Huckleberry, and I'll have to look it up again, but. Um, that's interesting stuff here. I had a likely scenario I wanted to throw by you. And this one's probably going to knock your socks off, but I don't have time to do it. So I will definitely. It's my number one topic for next Sunday. I sure, sure wish I had that Monday back. God, I got some stuff I want to go into and I can't. I have to wait for another one. But I will definitely do it. A likely It's called the likely scenario about Donald Trump. And I think you'll be very interested in my little theory here. I think it has relevance. Well, there's our music. That completes our show tonight. Back again next Sunday for another interesting and uh, provocative um, show. Hope you come to join us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your calls tonight. Health, happiness, and safe travels. We will talk again. Good night.
4: Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com.
2: You're listening to the Republic
4: Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.